0: Hayden Locke, President and CEO of Marimaca Copper. We've delivered a recent resource upgrade, which has doubled the size of our resource, uh, and very recently announced a new strategic partner to help us with the development of the project. Uh,
1: Hayden, good to see you. I think you're just back from your travels in Chile. Um, Everyone down there must be delighted with uh, Mitsubishi coming on board.
0: Yeah, very happy. It's been a pretty long process and quite a comprehensive and rigorous process for the team. So they're happy that all the hard work has paid off and... uh, you know, as I said to them
1: last week, out of the frying pan into the fire. We've now got hard work ahead of us. You, you, you do, you do. It's not just give me the money and sit back. Um, let's just uh, remind people of the structure of that deal. It's twenty million bucks. What do they get for that?
0: So it's a pretty simple transaction, actually. It's more of a financial transaction. They're taking five percent in the head code uh, at a slight premium to our twenty-day GWP and eleven percent premium, uh, and then they have an option to go to nine point five percent or thereabouts uh, at a price of five dollars sixty a share. Uh, you know, this is not a financial investor, so really that warrants it's the price that they're sort of thinking that this asset would be uh, a good investment at. So it's a pretty solid investment
1: for us. Right. Okay. So it um, been done at a premium, which, which is great. But uh, as you say, these diligence processes are long and drawn out. They must have liked what they um, saw. Can you give us a sense of what their what their strategy is? Why would they come to Marimaka? They're invested in some pretty big copper plays out there. So why, why come into a sort of relatively small company?
0: Yeah, well, it's, I mean it's a it's quite a remarkable transaction actually. And I was joking with my counterpart uh, Mitsubishi; his phone's going to be ringing off the hook with uh, bankers introducing new projects uh, to him uh, because it is a material change in Mitsubishi Corp's strategy. Uh, they have historically liked to be. Are uh, significant minority investors yeah. in very, very large assets uh, behind the lux of BHP and anglo American and Co. Um, and so this really marks a, quite an interesting change for them. I think what we learned during the process, and the process, as you alluded to, has been going on for more than 12 months. You know, we've, we've done a very comprehensive diligence program yeah. with MIT's with edition. Uh, and what we've learned is. There is a dearth of new copper projects, and they're very aware of that. And so they're all all having to look uh, at projects that they historically may not have looked at. Uh, But there's a second angle at play, which is a sustainability angle, which is very important. And we have incredible sustainability credentials already built up through our work on the ground, but also the potential to be one of the lowest carbon intensity copper projects uh, globally on account of our location up in the Atacama Desert and our SXCW processing to Capital. So there's a whole raft of reasons why they would consider what is historically for them a smaller project. Uh, but, you know, our belief is uh, we're one of the standouts and they've made several comments that they had screened more than 500 projects and uh, settled on a, a very short list of projects that they thought that they were interested to invest in and uh, were actionable of which we were one.
1: Right. I mean, you, you talk about the um, resource update recently, over, over 200 million tonnes now. Um, whatever that was, 44%, 45% in, increase, uh, which, which, which is great. Um, so it, it's, of a, it's of a certain size now, which starts to be of interest to these these kind of large, large majors. What... Is the expectation of you going through the DFS? Are we kind of done on building up the size, and now this is really about deliver- deliverability, and we can worry about ups, ups, upside, you know, in the future? I mean, what, what, what have they asked of you?
0: Interestingly, they were very so they're very focused on us delivering the permits and the definitive feasibility study. there. in their view, this is a near term copper project that should be in production much quicker than the vast majority of the peers that we're compared to. So there is a strong focus on this investment being on delivery of those permits and BFs, But they have carved out some money for us to continue our regional exploration, to continue looking for shallow oxides to extend that mine life further. Uh, And we actually had a a renowned geologist on site two weeks ago doing another review to help us with our uh, ongoing targeting campaigns. And so we'll probably do a little bit of targeting work in the near future and spend a little bit of money on that regional exploration. And of course, the
1: sole potential at depth uh, we're, we're still awaiting on the results for that. Right, okay. Um, so give us a the timeline there. When, when's the DFS in?
0: Uh, so we'll be aiming to kick off all of the work streams in September, October of this year. So we're in the planning, final planning, and tendering phase now. Um, assuming we kick off the permitting uh, in September, we will be submitting our permits towards the end of Q1, early Q2 next year. That's the sort of aggressive target. Uh, and then the aggressive target on the Bankable Feasibility Study is the middle of next year. That then gives us six months uh, of, of uh, financing discussions and getting in, in mind all the banks and the export credit agencies and things. And uh, hopefully we will be in a position of positive environmental approval in early 2025 to commence construction, which is... Pretty exciting,
1: right? Now, obviously, being through a rigorous um, diligence process with Mitsubishi, um, and I guess a rigorous um, process of delivering the things that a company like Mitsubishi would want to see. But now you're kind of moving into that next phase where you're going to need to um, deliver the things that bankers would want to see in terms of that, you know, in terms of the FID and the, and the funding of, of the capex. Mitsubishi must be a significant pillar uh, in there in terms of their validation of your, of your project for sure. What are the other things that you, you feel they're going to need to see get over I guess permitting and, and, and BFS, anything else? Uh,
0: well, the, the DFS is the fundamental technical document on which all of the models are built up. So that's the, by far the most important aspect for the banks to see. Uh, mm-hmm. And so we will actually start early engagement uh, with our banking syndicates or potential banking syndicates to then feed into our definitive feasibility study and the work that they want. To. I think the benefit we have is, we have done a lot of the data collection. We have an enormous body of data already. Now it's about us presenting in a way that makes it easiest for the technical consultants who work on behalf of the banks. review yeah. uh, One of the big things that we'll be looking at now that we have, as I say, Mitsubishi as a partner is that opens up uh, the access to the Japanese import-export credit agencies, which have very, very cheap debt. And you see often uh, they're supportive of, True. transactions where there is a large scale Japanese trading house um, but with that comes some equipment selection not issues but certainly things that we need to do to ensure that we have enough Japanese content um, and potentially looking at some other ECAs as well uh, so we'll be doing a lot of that work in parallel with the definitive feasibility state and then also we'll be looking at alternative sources of debt and finance as well so I think there's going to be a lot of uh, interlinked there's it's, a uh, lot of circular movement around the next phase to make sure that everything uh,
1: everything interlinks and is uh, seamless between the various. The- it's got it's kind of an interesting point you make there, um, and probably a, a broader point, not necessarily specific just to you, but th- the way that the the Japanese ecosystem has been for a long time structured around making sure that they can capture it at lots lots of value. Have you have you seen the kind of the Western uh, the ecosystems sort of kind of stepping up to play and un- understanding this i mean in terms of the conversations you must have had outside of just mitsubishi any european interest or north american interest and you know was that a kind of coordinated effort yeah the the
0: export credit agencies have long been a great source of financing for mining projects uh, and, and especially in africa where you know there is elevated geopolitical risk you tend to see export credit agencies investing in mining projects uh, but with that comes a minimum requirement of content, as they call it, to come out of the country where the export data is based. So this is not a new thing that we're talking about. But yes, there, especially out of the US, there has been a much stronger push for investment that promotes uh, you know, industry in the US in particular, but also trade with the US. So there's a lot of opportunity there to get very cheap financing. And that's mo- even more important now in a trade environment where going
1: Well, there we go. Hayden, I like, appreciate the update. Uh, I'm pretty sure you must be still a bit shattered from here, <laughs> flying back from Chile. Um, we will see you soon. What can we expect to be talking about next time we talk?
0: So, we're doing quite a bit of work on um, metallurgical optimization and metallurgical announcements. And, you know, it's still waiting on final results there, but I'm pretty pleased with what's occurred there. Uh, I think we'll see some further improvements in the project. So, we'll hopefully put out some announcements on that. We're working quite closely with our technical partner um, on the Rayrock plant, and they're rolling out some new technology, which is really, really interesting. So hopefully I'll put out something that will allow me to talk to you about that in some more detail, but that's very exciting, I think, potentially a game-changing industry. Uh, And then obviously the kickoff of all of our permitting and uh, feasibility study work uh, will lead to further announcements as we get closer to finally securing our environmental approval.